the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. This episode brought to you by Lockwood Inner Circle. That is a, a membership that Pearl and I created because we hear it all the time from parents that they're not getting everything they need from their guidance counselors. The fact of the matter is, is that you begin building that body of work, or your child does, from ninth grade forward, maybe even earlier, because every class, every extracurricular, every summer opportunity, etc., that all goes into that body of work that will ultimately be summarized in a closing argument, the college applications, three and a half years later. So we created the Lockwood Inner Circle membership because so many parents have no idea what they should be doing and when they should be doing it. Timelines, deadlines, you name it. Also, the membership includes a double secret tool that we use to help predict chances of getting in to your dream colleges and everywhere else you're applying, as well as the odds of winning fat, juicy, merit, and need-based financial aid offers. It's a privately available tool that's proprietary, and it was developed by someone really high up in the, uh, on the totem pole at a, an elite Ivy League institution and someone who was actually very deeply involved with the College Board back in the good old days. So it's all available to you at LockwoodInnerCircle.com. Podcast listeners get 50% off of this membership by using the coupon code PODCAST when they check out. Please enjoy the show, and if you like what you hear, we wouldn't mind if you gave us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Go for five or six stars, maybe seven stars, whatever you can do. It's kind of a shameless uh, request, but you know what? It helps our reach and get through to other parents. So I would appreciate it. So would Pearl. She doesn't know I'm asking you to do this, so let's just keep that between us. <laughs> uh, enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Good morning. Welcome to the second episode, second edition of Fact Us Friday. This is a quick show. I post these videos every Friday morning, and the videos are in response to questions that are pre-submitted to us about college admissions, college financial aid, uh, scholarships, test prep, any kind of college stuff. That's uh, it's all part of the deal here. And you can submit your question ahead of time at LockwoodCollegePrep.com slash FAQ hyphen us, FAQ us. So let's get into today's question. That comes from Kevin Reese. Can you share what should be written in an appeal letter if you're not pleased with your financial aid offer? So I have many comments about this. Um, and it's not going to be the same approach for every person because there's different bases for appeals. So let me just take another quick sip here. Hopefully you're enjoying your beverage. And um, let's uh, let, let me get right into the answer here. So first of all, a lot of people don't even realize that they can appeal a financial aid offer. They think it's just written in stone and you get what you get and you don't get upset. But uh, they are offers. They're not awards. That's number one. Number two, a lot of colleges are scrambling to fill seats. And they're more willing than I think they were last year to bargain, mostly because it's crazy what's happening behind the scenes. Now, I'm not talking about like the super competitive or the competitive schools necessarily. However, 
it, what it really comes down to in many cases is how badly a, a college wants a particular child. They engage in a practice that they refer to as preferential packaging, meaning that if two families look the same on, on paper in terms of income and savings and other financial information, yet one family is a lot, uh, or, or one child is a lot more appealing to the college. It could be for grades, it could be for scores, it could be for uh, maybe they're an underrepresented minority or a legacy or a recruited athlete or something, they, they may get a better financial aid award. So it's, it's a lot of it's about your standing or your, your child's standing compared to the rest of the applicant pool, the rest of that cohort. Now, there's a few different types of appeals. Um, I actually just finished, I don't know if it's quite approved yet, but I, I posted a book. I, I, should, I should give you the link. Um, I posted the book for sale on Amazon Kindle, working on the getting the paperback approved. Also, I'll be doing a formal launch, uh, hopefully this month. But um, I go through all the arguments in that book. I also teach a class, which I'll, I'll post a link for that too. That's appealsclass.com. Um, the biggest arguments are, <clears throat> number one, because our financial aid offer was, was predicated on information from two years ago, 2018, if you have a 2020 grad. Since then, things have changed a lot coronavirus, hello, or other stuff. I mean, we, we have a handful of clients who had a, a, a pretty good 2018, but that was kind of anomalous, meaning that they, I talked to someone yesterday who is not, uh, she has a real estate brokerage license, but she doesn't sell a lot of real estate because she's more of a property manager. And she closed a deal in 2018 that inflated her typical income about $100,000 more than what it usually is. So, our argument there is, look, I know things looked one way in 18, but the reality in 19 was a lot more normal. We Our income is about $100,000 less. Um, we're doing our taxes right now. And furthermore, this is a new one. Since then, um, a lot of the tenants that I, uh, you know, that I collect rents from are either not paying us at all or paying us 50% or whatever. So since then, things have gotten a lot more bleak. So loss of income whether it's due to coronavirus or not, that, that's one basis of appeal. So I would demonstrate that. You need to be prepared to back everything up. I, I wrote a little rant about that to my email list um, yesterday. And uh, that should trigger a uh, what they call a professional judgment review to be able to see if you qualify for more money. Now, just to be fair, to round out the picture here, colleges are under siege also. They are scrambling around because they're facing a drop in uh, tuition revenue. Many of them have given out um, refunds, for, for or at least partial refunds for last year. So they're not exactly flush right now, many colleges, most colleges, some are. So you need to really you know, uh, think about your argument and, get, and be prepared to make the best possible argument that you can make. Okay, the next type of appeal would be unusual expenses, not usual ones. Not I live in a high tax area, I pay a lot in property taxes, cost of living is high. They know that it's not new information and it's not unusual because anyone who's applying in your zip code has the same type of expenses. What an unusual expense could relate to, well, I had a tremendous amount of legal fees or I had a tremendous amount of unreimbursed health um, health care expenses. We had a disaster like a hurricane or, or a tornado wipe out uh, our, um, our house and a lot of it wasn't covered by our, our, our insurance company. 
that type of thing. It's got to be a really severe, awful um, stuff to qualify as an unusual expense. Right. The third category, and this is my favorite category, is we received a better offer from another college. And I've talked about this a few times this week, so forgive me if you've heard this before, but um, it's, it's best when it's from a competitor college or a college that at least vies for a similar type of student. So I've already, I'm not going to get into exactly how to figure that out, whether school is a competitor or, competitor or not, but suffice it to say that Princeton's not going to care if you got a better offer from you know, your state school or from a community college. A, a public school is going to care about another public school. A private school is going to care about another private school if it's basically on the same tier or they compete in some other way. Could be athletically, could be for a specific majors and programs that they're known for. It could be a host of reasons why. But those are the big three uh, ways to appeal. And then I would, I would simply lay it all out the way the college wants it. I wouldn't call them right away. Certainly wouldn't visit them now during the, the pandemic. But that used to be a question we got a lot in the pre-coronavirus days. Should I just go down and poke my head in? My answer is almost always no, because if I were an admissions officer, I would find this to be the most distasteful part of, or financial aid officer, this would be the, the most distasteful part of my job, having parents beg me for more money. That, that's what they say anyway. So that's why most colleges have a pretty specific process that you've got to follow. So I've been writing, you know, five, 10 of these a day for the last couple of weeks. And most of the time colleges have their own specific form. So if you are, you know, interested in uh, appealing to a particular college, Kevin or anyone who's watching this, then you need to look up that college's specific requirements in terms of how to mount that appeal. Usually they have a uh, special circumstances or something similarly uh, called some form that's got a similar name on their, on their website that you check off the box of whatever argument you're making, which might be loss of income. And then there's a little, um, you know, a few lines that allow you to attach a separate page if necessary to put the explanation in. And then you write up the explanation, sort of like I was describing before. But just to wrap up here, uh, after you, you know, as, as you're completing these forms, understand that your tone should not be outraged or aggressive or angry that they didn't give you any money. It should be, thank you very much for your time and consideration. I'm sure you're swamped with all the craziness that's happening right now. I hope you stay safe and healthy. I'll be very brief to respect your time. Here's my situation. I'm asking for more money because blah, blah, blah. Very terse and grateful and aware that it's not all about you. So, you know, they have their own issues too. A lot, a lot of the colleges are uh, people working there on furlough. They're working, you know, or they're working from home. Um, they have to be more patient with them than, than, tip, than usual because um, a lot of them can't log into their systems and they think stuff is missing and they ask you for it, but then you realize that you submitted it, you know, in January or, or December or November. At least that's what's happening with us here at the office. A lot of colleges are saying, we didn't get your FAFSA. And then the client will uh, call Pearl or email us saying, uh, we, we actually had someone the other day who's a lawyer say, why are we getting all these notices? And this is after like the second or third time that we explained this to her, that colleges sometimes claim they didn't have anything, but here's the proof that you actually filed. And then two more colleges said the same thing. We didn't get your FAFSA or your profile. And she, and she said, why is this still happening? We really nothing to add other than saying, 
just like I told you before, we did file. In fact, here's the uh, receipt from your FAFSA that shows you the 10 schools that we sent it to, and all three of your schools are on that. And here's the receipt of proof of filing from your CSS profile. And again, here are uh, all, the, all the schools that you're asking us about that was filed December 31st. So just be a little patient with everyone. Um, if you're a client of ours, be patient with us. But if you're not a client of ours, be patient in general, including with the financial aid people. They're doing their best too. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap up here. I uh, hope that helps. And if you have any questions at all, pop them right in here uh, below this, um, this, this post here. Uh, any questions about what I said here? If you have a, a question you'd like me to possibly answer next week, that's going to be done on our website, lockwoodcollegeprep.com slash FAQ dash us. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.